You'll call somebody, text somebody, slap the shit out of somebody. Let them know that Rodian Radio is live up in this biatch. biatch. You got it locked on Rodian Radio. Yeah, Dr. Dre is in full effect, and I gotta tell y'all a little something. Eze is down with us. MC Ring, you know he's down with us. DJ Yella is down with us. Arabian Prince, you know he's down with us. Tony A. The Wizard is down with us. JJ Fag is down with us. Timmy T, you know he's down with us. DJ Pooh, boy, he's down with us. Toddy B and Spade, they're down with us. My boy Ice Cube, you know he's down with us. I like to mention, so pay attention to where I'm from. Compton, but the tapes are from the rodeum. My name is Dre, listen while I play. And by the way, I'm also down with NWA. Yo, Steve at the rodeum is down with us. Slanging funky tapes, it is a must. We're number one. Welcome everybody to Rodian Radio episode 77. Wow, 77. Um, I got something special when uh, we hit our 100th episode, but until then, uh, once again, I want to make a special announcement for everybody that follows me on Instagram and those that follow me on Facebook. Yes, we are going to be starting a new podcast uh, starting possibly third week of August. At least in August, we'll be starting on a Friday, 7 p.m., and it's called Freaky Tale Podcast. Freaky Tales. Uh, the reason why it's called Freaky Tales is because we're going to be talking about the paranormal, the spooky ghost story type of shit. So if you guys want to hear about La Llorona, uh, sleep paralysis, Ouija boards, El Pinche Diablo, tune in. Okay, we got some crazy ass stories. And we're going to be bringing in people that have experienced that type of crazy shit. For those of you that have seen La Mano Peluda, you guys kind of have an idea of what uh, we're going to be doing. But at the same time, I also want to push my product. Uh, the High C album that I produced in 1991, uh, the four mixtapes that I uh, did in the 80s, and the other four that Dre did in the 80s, we have them for four for 30 at documixery.com. So uh, once again, some people have said, uh, Tony, I still haven't received my High C CD. Let me tell you something. I tried looking up the tracking number, and the post office said that there's no information due to uh shortage of transportation that's all they said but believe me it's on this way you'll get it and if you don't get it I'll, I'll give you your money back or i'll send you another one but i i take care of everyone but you know what uh enough of that without further ado please allow me to introduce my very special guest duende how are you my friend what's up tony man you know what uh, you were here episode 33 this is episode 77 that was 44 episodes That's ago halfway through your through your yeah through yeah. your 10 months yeah dude you know what we had such a great time last time uh we're gonna clarify and uh share some things on because we ran out of time last time right right know? we could have just went on but before we get into that man uh how was the drive coming over here um it was fun i i smoked a lot so i don't even i don't even notice the time for real? Yeah, sometimes. It's almost like a time sometimes. machine then. It just or you just get lost in time. Yeah, it's like you gotta measure how many blunts it's gonna take you to get so far. No it shit. It was four blunts here, I think. Like right. you ever win that? Yeah. Oh no shit. Damn. Yeah. Do you grow your own stuff or do you buy it? Nah man, I, I would that takes too long to grow my own shit. I hey, hey, do people still do people still grow their stuff, man? Yeah, some people I, I I think some people I don't know anybody that 
goes through the whole process. That shit takes a long time. For real? But people, of course, yeah, people still grow their own shit. See, I, I'm, I'm like a virgin when it comes to like weed, homie. So mm. that's why I like to ask an interesting question. Maybe we got to start a weed podcast. Maybe you need to smoke one and then nah, get nah, a little nah. different Hell perspective. <laughs> Hell no. What about edibles? Do you, do you like edibles? Uh, uh, edibles, they're cool. I just, they just put me to sleep. Yeah, sleep is free for people who have like insomnia and shit like that. Edibles will work. Oh, for real? Yeah, for me it works. What about like the cookies and all the or just yeah. the gummy bears? All that shit. All of it has it. If you're gonna consume it, like you know, eating that shit, yeah, it'll it'll work for pain too. I, I've been to Give one to of the mom. biggest dispensaries in Arizona. I think it was called Mint. That motherfucker looked like a, a Rite Aid. Mm -hmm. And they had hamburguesas, pizza. Yeah, everything. That's why I'm saying you you could give it to your mom and your grandma nowadays because you know they have pain and that shit takes it away, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Does it take away your pain? Corridos <laughs> <laughs> and alcohol takes away my pain. You know what? I wanted to ask you because I've been looking at Las Vegas just from like TV and the internet, mm. and I know you stay there. Right. Uh, it looks fucking dead out there, bro. Is it really that dead or don't believe the hype? You mean like the pandemic the, shit? Yeah, the, the strip and all that. I'm going to tell you the truth. I wouldn't know the difference because I don't... If you live in Vegas and if you're from Vegas, like the Strip is a whole different city. Really? Yeah, we, we stay on the on, on the outskirts and we try not to hit the Strip. It's it's a whole different set of police officers. They're all rookie police officers trying to fuck with people like us. Really? They're, they're, they know who tourists are and they know who locals are. So if they catch you up there, they might fuck with you. It's, we just stay away from it. Okay, because, you know, my, my brother, the Spice Mugger, he's a big time, you know, Vegas head. He likes to go mm -hmm. to... Yeah, he was telling me. Yeah, the Bellagio, all of that yeah, shit. He was, but he was me. just telling me that over there, you could fucking film Dawn of the Dead because it's so the strip is so dead now. Yeah. There was a time when um, there was nothing but, like, families bike riding up and down the strip and it was dead. Everything was dead. No but shit. But then now I think all the prostitutes came back out and... Oh, prostitutes are good. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, on the cool. strip. Yeah. They're yeah. Good. yeah they're good. They're good. But uh, uh, other than that, man, you know what? Um, I saw a show last night on Netflix called Hentified. Have you heard about it? Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen it? I think I have. Um, so you think? No, I think I think I, 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 I've seen it. I don't know if I've seen it all. Genified. Hentified. Yeah, is, is, is that okay? Hentified, yeah. I thought it was pretty good. You know what? I did. I saw a couple of episodes of Logan Mavoril. But I thought I, it was all right. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I like it. And I like a lot of the, the new culture movies that are coming out. Mm -hmm. um, I don't have anything against any certain community. But I think sometimes, bro, they push the gay. <laughs> like I said, and I don't have anything against it. But I was watching it with my kids. You know what I'm saying? And it's. It's kind of awkward when you're watching it with your kids and then some hardcore gay stuff comes out and it's like, how do you explain that right away to your kids who, you know, we're watching it for cultural purposes, but not for... Yeah. yeah. Sometimes gonna, you just got to let, you know, families I, handle that. Don't don't push it upon us. You know? I know. TV I know. nowadays, damn. Yeah, you know, it's it's... And today, it's almost even hard to even voice your opinion because they get almost, yeah shit. people yeah. get offended we feel like we're walking on eggshells with certain people's feelings and that's why i'd rather avoid that subject you know because it just right. but yeah i get what you're <laughs> saying so other than that any other good movies you watch um, lately man gentrified like i said it was good okay. besides that part um series and stuff like that i like to watch with my kids okay especially like uh cultural you know, okay. a series about our culture and about our people and stuff like that. You ever watch any cartoons with your kids? Uh, yeah. I try to, you know what? I try to show them like 
my cartoons back in the days. <laughs> okay, which ones are your cartoons? See, because mine was like Tom and Jerry, Scooby Doo, Heckle and Jekyll. Like Looney Tunes. Remember okay. Looney, like the old school Bugs Bunny and shit with Elmer Fudd and, uh-huh. you know, cartoons used to smoke cigarettes and, okay. you know, the old, the, the mafia guys, like the ones used to chase Bugs Bunny and all right, those. Right, like, right. Yeah, all those. But those, yeah. those are, you can't find them no more because they're offensive. You ever watch Power Rangers with them? No, I haven't. No, were you ever a Power Rangers fan? I, I was never a Power Rangers fan. No? Nah. Oh, okay. I, I thought you I told didn't. me last time you were a Power Ranger <laughs> for Halloween. <laughs> nah. No, I'm on <laughs> nah, that was in Halloween. That was my girl wanted me to dress up, so. Oh, oh it's a biker shorts? It's it's Power Ranger biker shorts. Oh, that'll work. That'll work. <laughs> now, other than that, man, um, I know it's been a minute since we've seen each other. Again, right. it was 44 uh, episodes ago. Uh, you've been working on music. You've been staying busy. I, I see your videos, what you've been doing, what you've been speaking on. Uh, other than that, um, before we get into the good stuff that everybody's waiting waiting on, man, how have you been throughout this entire damn pandemic, bro? Yeah, I mean, um, are you one of those stay home guys, or are you going to be like, ah, oh, fuck that, I'm out? I, I don't like to stay at home, and you know, I, I, I'm the one that believes that you know, if you're going to get sick, you can get sick outside or inside. Right. But also, you know, my girl's a little, uh, she's real cautious about it, so I, I, I kind of, for her sake. You know, I, I follow through with, with the whole cleaning yourself everywhere you go, spraying yourself and all that. I mean, it it helps out no matter what. But I, I've never been that type of person to always sanitize. And right. now, maybe now, fuck it, you know, everybody right. will be like that. People will get, right. get you, sick you, less. You, you know what's one thing that I brought up? I forgot this other on this other uh, podcast that I did with somebody else. That, you know, it's estimated here that in L.A. we have over 60,000 homeless people just in L.A. And yet the news never talks about that there's a rise in COVID amongst mm-hmm. the the homeless. Right. You know, I don't, I don't see them wearing masks. So yeah. anyways, I don't want to get into the conspiracy. Yeah, the whole, yeah, that's a whole different conversation. Yeah, if I boy, get into that, I could tell you a bunch of different shit that I think about COVID. But like, right. like you said, that's. I know. And my boy Ernie G is probably listening right now. Much love, Ernie G. Ernie G. Probably be we like, just oh. went over there and saw the homie. Hey, much love, Ernie G. <laughs> so now, you know what? Let's jump right into it. Okay. Episode 33, uh, we had a great, great show, and we talked about something that we did a highlight, a 10-minute highlight, that it said, uh, music offensive to raza, okay? And even though that 10-minute clip of the interview uh, went to YouTube, it became the highest rating on, uh, uh, or should I say, the, the most viewed uh, highlight clip of Rodian Invader. It's over 200,000. Over 200,000 views. And if you read the comments, the the positive response was overwhelming. We actually opened up a lot of people's eyes because they saw things a little bit differently. But at the same time, there were people that, how would you say, um, took offense to it. Right. They almost looked at it as if it was somewhat of a racist uh, conversation. Uh, they took offense to it because uh, some people just thought that we had a whole misunderstanding about those songs. You know, right. we really never attacked those rappers. We just say we wouldn't support those songs. Right. Okay. So anyways, other than that, and uh, I remember we had talked about that because a lot of people woke up and a lot of people also got upset and to the point where they even some, and I say some. Um, even called us even racist for even acknowledging course, that yeah. we were offended. <clears throat> well, here's the thing with that, Tony, is 
and no matter how you feel, right. somebody's not going to feel that way. <clears throat> and nowadays we live in a time where your feelings are offensive to mine. If you feel a certain way and I don't feel that way, then I'm going to be offended. One thing, you know, that we did bring awareness is that it, it is offensive. Yeah. And if they don't agree with us, then they're not in our position. But they can't bash us for having that opinion or feeling that way. Right. Just like I don't think we could bash them for feeling how they feel. They just have a different perspective. If they feel like us speaking up on what offends us is racist, it's because nobody's speaking up on it. And it's a touchy subject, and that's why it's important that we do speak up on that. Yes. Because those type of subjects are the ones that patch up shit. You know, you want unity, you want black and brown unity, then this is how you start doing that shit. You start speaking about the things that are the issues. You know, the 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 what's what's not building those bridges, that's what we need to do, build those bridges back. And the only way we can do that is to speak about facts on both sides. You know, um, we're both a minority race, well, the majority, because, you know, we overpower any other race, but we're both looked at as, you know, we're an oppressed race, both of us. We're both in the same situation. We're both in the same barrios, you know? So we need, before we can get along, we need to understand, right. you know, what's, what's, what's offensive, what's offensive to you? Because I can sit here all day and, and, and crack little jokes, but if they offend you, then we're going to have tension in one form or another, whether we speak about it or not. So the important thing to, to do is if I say a joke, or, or something that's offensive to you, I would expect you to say, pull me to the side and say, hey, you know what, Wendy? That right there, that offends me because of such and such and such. And me, if I really wanna unite with you or be your homie, I'm gonna understand you. I'm gonna be like, well, you know what? I get you. And and I'll respect the fact that, that you brought it up to me. And if it's offensive to you, it's not gonna hurt my feelings not to do it. Just like the songs we spoke about. It's not gonna hurt nobody not to do those songs. Right. But by you doing those songs, it's hurting more than half of our, our people, not hurting us, but it's 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 striking a nerve. So. Us talking about it advises you that it's 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 offensive. Now it's on you to move and say, you know what, as a man, you know, or, or as they claim they're from the streets for you to be like, hey, you know what, my bad. You know, what I'm saying I, I didn't mean it like that, which I don't like, you know, I, I can say. I don't know how the I don't know the other dudes and I never followed them. I used to I, I listened to YG a couple of times. I can personally my opinion is I don't think he meant it in an offensive way. Did it offend us? Yeah, it offended us. So it's on us to say something. Hey bro, I don't know if you meant it, but that's offensive shit. And it's on people like him who who have always uh they've always supported Rasa. So you know, on on that matter, you should be like, hey, you know what, I I didn't mean it like that. So I apologize to, to the 60 or 70% of the people who are offended, even though 30% of the people are not. Right. You know what I'm saying? At, at least recognize that. And, and after that, then we could, we could move on and say, hey, you know, this offends us, this offends you. And that's, that's how we move to unity. But if we don't do that shit, it's, you know, that's never going to happen. Right. You know, after that interview, it, it, it's funny how it happened. One of my good friends that I've been knowing for like almost 30 years, mm -hmm. he calls me after our interview, episode right. 33. And he tells me, man, that was a dope interview. That's what he said. That was a dope interview. A couple of days later, me and John get together and we said, we're gonna take a certain clip and we're gonna title it, Music of Pensa Terraza, because that's what we were talking about. Right. Okay. And I put that picture of, you know, him in the mariachi suit or whatever. Yeah. 
as soon as that went up, the numbers started shooting up. Is what I mean by numbers, views. Right. He viewed it because he got the notification. Now he's a he's a guy about my age. Okay. He hits me up and he tells me, hey "Man, what the fuck is up with that?" And I I told him, "What are you talking about?" He goes, "Yeah, what's up with that video?" And I go, "Dude, that's the same interview you saw. That you called me to tell me that was a dope interview. We just took a little highlight." Right. You know, so that people can see it, and if they want to see more, they'll start. They'll go to episode thirty-three and watch it all. Okay, and he was like, "That shit was offensive." That's what he said. To offensive to to him, he's he's a black man, and and I said, "How was that offensive?" And he said, "Because the way you guys spoke on it." And I said, "Okay, look, you're offended that we got offended." And he goes, "Yeah," and here's what he said, and he caught himself, and, and I love this brother. I, I I've known him for years, and, and he said. You guys never spoke. You guys never say shit. He goes, why now? That's that's what it is. I, I, I feel like that's what it is. Because we've let it ride for so long. And, so long. And we have a new, here's the thing, we have a new culture. Um, we have, you know, a new generation who's adopting a new culture. And, it, you know, ha again, half of, of, of Rasa is like, well, this new culture ain't shit because they're, you know, they're not, they're not backing up the Rasa. They're, you know, they're more adopting a style of, of Morenos. And you know the other half is like you know well that's that's how they grow they grew up, and that's just the culture you know that that they're growing up with nowadays, especially in the Midwest and in Texas. You know a lot of that a lot of that like the N word for Rasa to use the N word it's it's common, bro. It's common. And over there the thing is like the division between black and brown it it's, it doesn't really exist. It's it's not like. They're all in the same hoods, and they all—they're all amongst the same streets, Agreed. the same—the same group, the same gangs, even. You know what I mean? That's more like like a West Coast thing. Where we're we're still we're still trying to to bridge those gaps over here. Right. But it's—I I think it's been a lot of um, like we've moved forward a lot. I think. Yeah, I, I believe that. You know, and and to finish up my story with my friend, he he tells me, "You guys have never said anything. Why now?" And I said, "Hold on." You're offended that we spoke on things that offended us. Mm -hmm. I said, I want you to think about this for a second. And I said, do you remember me? Because we would watch a lot of sports together, football, basketball, together. We're homies. And I'd always caught him saying certain things, and I brought it to his attention. And I think sometimes what, what cures, or should I say heals racism, is uh, education. Because many people are ignorant about certain subjects. Let me right. give you an example. One day we were watching a throwback basketball game and Larry Bird was playing from the Celtics. Mm. Great three-point shooter. He's a white guy, okay? And he, I brought this to his attention. He goes, that guy for a white guy can ball. And I would always listen to him. And then he would say, that, uh, Pete Rose for a white guy, that dude, that dude can play baseball. You know, Troy Aikman, that white boy, he, everything was... Oh, we, oh, that white boy, that white boy, there's a great guitar. For him being white, mm -hmm. he could sure play guitar. So I brought that to his attention. I said, dude, how would you feel if I say something like Deion Sanders, who uh, is an ex-cowboy, used to play for Atlanta Falcons, play for San Francisco 49ers, probably one of the greatest uh, cornerbacks of all time, if not the best. I'm a big fan of Deion Sanders. I said, but how would you feel if I said, that guy Deion Sanders, for being black, he was fast. <laughs> he was good. And he stood quiet. And I said, that guy, James Brown, for being a black man, he could sure dance. I go, that's what you've been doing all of these years. And I've never said anything. I said, and I'm not even white. 
And he corrected himself and he said, you're right. He said, you're right. You know, I said, so what we're doing, we're just saying, you know what, dude? This offends us now. Yeah. And it's kind of yeah. odd because we never said nothing for years. Exactly. Because for for years, you know, um, us and I, I, it, it's TV itself and it's the internet and it's it's society that has made it okay to make fun of, of, of like, raza. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because... Because of the fact we don't have movements to speak up for us and say, hey, you know what, this this slogan is offensive or, or this speech by this congressman is offensive or, or, you know, stuff like that. We don't have that. So we're used to already just taking it. And the fact that people now are with, you know, people that have platforms are like, you know what, that's not acceptable anymore. It's, it's understandable. I mean, the way I'm looking at it now is like you, you take your kid and you let him do something for so long. You know, and then one day you tell them you can't do it. You can't play PlayStation today. Yeah. Your kid's going to throw a fit yeah. and they're going to get mad. Like, why? Why not? So it's the same thing with us, I think, almost yeah. in that concept. You know what I mean? Yeah. We didn't we let it ride for so long that now that we're trying to stop it is it's like, you know, why? Why can't we uh, express ourselves towards your your right. your culture that way? And is we just we, we have to just bring awareness. Right. You know, it's not about hating anybody and it's not about you know attacking anyone it's about bringing awareness because ignorance is everywhere yeah. like ignorance is in every race there's 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 people there's people from from our people that are racist as fuck against our own people our own people you know and what i'm I mean? glad you brought that up because i do think that that needs to be acknowledged because a lot of times we try to bridge the gap so that we can come together okay black and brown mm -hmm. but there's brown against brown, man. And I think that that's a main factor is the fact that we can't bridge our own gaps is going to be a process for us to try to unite with, with in, anybody, even with the rest of the world. Because, you know, as a people, we have a big struggle. We, we have a bunch of shit going on right now, a bunch of shit. But since we're not united, and like I said, we don't have a voice, all of that shit is kept under the table. You know what I'm right. saying? We got, we got a lot of shit going on. Uh, you know, apart from Raza being shot by cops, killed, yeah. innocent, you know what I mean? Young kids and shit, unarmed, not to mention, you know, we have ICE, we have kids disappearing, we have, we have, uh, military and the military disappearing. Yeah, and that's, that's, it's unfortunate, you know, that Vanessa Guillen, it had to happen to her. And, and even though it's not, it hasn't caught enough attention, I don't think no. it's, it's fucked up that a bunch of other shit's coming out, you know, and it's a lot of raza that, yeah. that they're finding out that, that have been taken advantage of or, or even missing. Right. So like, it raises a question to us, like, you know, I don't know if you had a kid 17 years old and you knew all the shit was going on, would you let your little girl go to, go to the army? You know what? Um, I have a daughter in the military, uh, she told me that when she was in high school, she wanted to finish off her pretty much her last year going to military school. I didn't want her to go, but she said, I need it. Mm -hmm. That's what she said. So she when she graduated after that, she said, I want to go into the Air Force. She went to the Air Force. She's doing great. OK, uh, um, you know, she gave me two baby uh, boys, two twins. OK, uh, um, and when this came out about this, uh, this young girl that she ended up disappearing, I talked to her and I just told her, you got to let me know of anything because she's all the way in Florida. Mm -hmm. I'm over here, you know, over here in California. 
And I said, you got to let me know. But that made me worry about her even more. Of course, yeah. You know, because she's there by herself with her two boys. Of course. So, of course, man. You know, but I think, I like to say that we have a voice. Okay, and I'm going to tell you why. Because let's start now. You know what I'm saying? I mean, obviously, you've been started. But when I say let's start now, corporately, everyone, we, we have a voice. We have to come together. Right. You know, um, <clears throat> look, I had a discussion with a friend the other day about you know, Chicanos slash Mexicans saying the N-word, okay? We're, we will most likely never stop people from saying it. Right, that's true. But we can lead by example and at least show them that that's not in me, that's not in you. Right. You no, know, we don't talk like that because there are black people that find that offensive when that's, you talk that's true. like that. That's true, too. You know? That's true, too. And and, and like I said, it's the difference in, in, in where you're at because... Like I said, I, I when I go to the Midwest and to Texas and stuff like that, like I said, there's no difference between black and brown there. Right. And and nobody who's black out there would ever get offended for you for you saying that word. Right. A cambio on places like out here and, and, and other places, you know, it is offensive. And even when we talked about that last time what we spoke about, yeah. There was a lot of people that said that, like, well, what about all these Mexicans saying the N word? Yeah. You know what I mean? And and you gotta consider you got to consider both sides like i consider both sides you know these kids some of these kids grew up together and that was it, it turned into a not a racial thing not a racist like or like a word of of for the black race but it turned into a hood word so everybody from the hood who who related was using that word and still are using that word down in those places you know what i mean and out here they, they, they just they don't they don't do that like that because we didn't grow up like that in the in the west coast there's you know, a lot of racial tension if you if you remember yeah. you know what doing that i got homies that are like my age that mm -hmm. rap and uh you know essay dudes that that still talk like that man and, and they know how i feel but not to disrespect them but uh les vale verga like they don't care that i feel that way that we shouldn't talk like that and their eyes well you know i'm gonna talk you know the way i i, I talk right me and you can never and will never change anyone. We right. can't change people, but we can just lead by example. Exactly. And that's all, all we're trying to do. But uh, what I'm saying is that uh, the reason why we're talking about this is because you talk about it through your music, mm -hmm. you know, and, and I get it. I love it. I understand it. And we just we just want people to to be awake that we do have a voice. And let's start using yeah. it. Yeah, you like know? I feel like I want the youngsters to know that you know, I, I, I ain't gonna lie. I didn't like that word, and I, I don't like the word, me personally. But I've learned to accept the fact why they use it down there. But you're right. They need to also understand that there's people that are from a different time and a different, different perspective, and we need to understand each other. You know, like I see a lot of people, especially youngsters from these new generations, making fun of cholos. You know what I'm saying? Like the whole Cholo culture, like it's funny. You know, there's even pages that are dedicated to making fun of the Cholo culture. Like, like you know, being a Cholo was some funny shit. Yeah. And these are kids who don't understand because nobody nobody educated them about what Cholos. And I'm not saying that just just the Cholo, the gang bang, the gangbanger, but you know, in the hood, the barrios, right. we paved the big fucking way for a lot of these kids now. You know what I mean? Because they didn't respect us if they don't if, if if other races don't respect us now believe me america didn't respect us back then and those these kids are not educated of, of how 
these people grew to respect the Hispanic culture. You know, we had a lot to do with that. We were on front line. You know, we 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 had a lot to do with with people um, knowing that we lived a, a life or death, you know, yeah. lifestyle. And and not to say that that was something to glorify, you know, but we were we were ready to die for something that we represented. Right. You know what I'm saying? Whether it was our neighborhood or whether it was our raza, and I feel like a lot of kids nowadays aren't educated in that. They didn't learn. They didn't, nobody taught them the 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 impact. You know how fucking uh, uh, like how deep that shit was. Right. You know what I mean? So now it's like that that resistance doesn't exist in in, in these. You know, not, I'm not saying all of them, but in a lot of youngsters no more. It doesn't like the whole defending yourself, defending your people, defending your brother next to you with your life. It doesn't exist no more. There's no loyalty to the right. game. There's no loyalty to each other. So I feel like. That's another reason why our raza doesn't fight back because we let shit pass. Like, ah, so what? It, it was they didn't mean it like that. They were, they were joking, or, right. or you know what I'm saying? Like, why is everybody so offended? And before it wasn't about that. It was about you know what? We respect each other. Right. Once once we find something that we don't see basically respectful, we're gonna speak about it. And you know, back in those days, everybody was willing to fight, just like right. every other person. Right. But nowadays, like I feel like our people are, are too. I don't want to say scared, but I'm gonna say scared. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think I think we don't have what we used to have is that fire, right? To stand up, you know, to anybody who who tried to to put any anybody down, you know, any of our people down. Yeah. You know, when we did that interview, uh, 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 let me ask you this before we go to break: Did you receive any good or or, or negative feedback? I received both. Both? Okay. Yeah, I got people that call me racist because I spoke on it. You know what I right. mean? And, and that's, I don't get it. If I'm racist because I spoke on something that makes me feel like it was racist against me, then I'm in a fucked up position where I don't need to be and that needs to change. Right. If I can't speak about what offends me as far as my race, then we need to change that. Yeah. I should be able to say, hey, you know what? That's offensive. Right. Especially if it has to do with culture, you know, and yeah. if I can't, then then that's where we have a problem. You know, there was a guy on Facebook. Let me just share this and we'll go to break. There was a guy on Facebook that um, he uh, took that little clip and he posted it and he tagged a bunch of people along with me. Mm -hmm. And he said uh, something about Tony A this, Tony A that, Tony A that he was talking, you know, talking shit about me. I guess he thought I was in a blast back. Then there was, I, I, I was reading other comments and there were people, even Mexican people, bro, or, or whether they were from here or from Texas or wherever they were from, but it was over a hundred comments and they were talking, they were blasting me and I never responded to them out of anger. I said what blasting I had to say. you like how, like? Uh, um, uh, this guy's a fucking idiot. He doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. He's a moron. Uh, uh, he's talking out of his ass. Like. Mm. That's pretty much what they were saying. You, uh, uh, you, you are racist for even bringing this up. Our people's come a long way. You're going backwards like a bunch of shit. Yeah. But the guy who posted it, I uh, inboxed him and I sent him my number. And um, he called me and we talked. And I told him how I felt and what I said. I, I never ever once uh, blasted those artists. I just said I would not support those mute, those songs. Right. And he understood, and you know what he did? He ended up taking it down, and he apologized to me. 
because maybe he just had a misunderstanding. A lot of times people can watch a little clip, mm -hmm. they get mad, they turn it off, and they upload it and start talking. And another thing is once you say something that people don't agree with, a lot of the times they shut down immediately. Yeah. They, they shut down and they're ready to rebuttal. They're ready to, to put you on blast and they're not even listening to your, to your point of view in right. a sincere way. Right. You know what I mean? That's why I think it's important, like, I, I fuck Trump, first of all, and, and fuck the other guy, like, I'm tired of people telling me to to support one party and not support the other one, and, and you know what I'm saying like like how am I gonna sit here and you know like I, I don't know that's right. that's probably a whole different subject. Okay, well I'll tell you what, think about what you're gonna say when we come back. We're gonna talk about respeto, right? Okay, I want to bring up the Goya foods, okay, and uh, see, see what your take on that. All right. And um, if you want something to drink, you want a beer, or you or unless you want to. You had about when? Yeah, you already know. I you gotta get saying? medicated. Dog. Okay, everybody. Uh, once again, call somebody, text somebody, slap the shit out of somebody, let them know that Duendes in the motherfucking building. And here's what I'm gonna do. Okay, so listen up. Okay, put that beard down. I see you. Okay, listen to me. Uh, we're gonna take some questions. I'm gonna take at least ten questions. Okay, and we're gonna answer them not in these next thirty minutes, but the, the last one. Ten good ones. Okay, uh, no bullshit. 10 good questions and we'll try to get to all of them. So if there's anybody out there that wants to talk about music or what we're talking about, then right now is the time. So go ahead and submit your questions on the live chat. I'm gonna have somebody write them down. And then on the last 30 minutes, we'll cover them. So other than that, go get your popcorn, get yourself a Modelo, take a couple of shots, and we'll be back in 10 minutes. Welcome to Rodium Radio and I am your host, Tony A. The Wizard. We started a GoFundMe page because we need you to help us meet our goal. And our goal is to release a Chicano rap documentary. And we need you to be a part of this. Everyone who contributes will have certain incentives offered to them. For an example, I'll name one. Your name will be on the credits of the film. Everyone who gives, everyone who contributes, uh, their name will be on the credits. That's just one thing that we have to offer it. But yet, if you read the description, you see other incentives for your contribution. If you've seen the Rodeo Mixtape documentary, you will not be disappointed with this documentary shining light on Chicano rap, the Chicano culture. It is something that can be used as an educational tool uh, now and in the future. So once again, help us meet our goals so that we can start production. And remember this, we have a voice and we will be heard. Welcome back everybody to the Golden Shower Hours. It's Tony A, the wizard with the podcast that slaps across your fat ass with a fat ass dick. Um, let me go ahead and let you guys know, I need you guys to subscribe to the Freaky Tales podcast. That's going to be our new podcast starting possibly the third week of August. That's what we're shooting for on a Friday at seven o'clock hosted by me and uh, Spice Smuggler. You guys are not going to want to miss it. People say, what kind of Freaky Tales are we going to be talking about? You got to tune in to find out, but to give you a little hint, the paranormal spooky ghost story type of shit. Okay. So I need you guys to subscribe. I need at least a thousand subscribers. We got close to 300 already, uh, but I need at least a thousand subscribers. So when we go live, the live chat will be lit. Believe me, you guys will love it. Okay. Um, other than that, once again, uh, I only got a few left. The High C uh, album, the, the mixtapes, 3 for 30. Go to documentary.com. The shirts will be uh, coming soon, very, very soon, our apparel. Okay, we've been slacking on that simply because of this whole pandemic type of deal. 
the Blu-ray for the documentary will be out soon. So we'll definitely keep you guys posted on that. But without further ado, we can go ahead and jump butt naked right back into it. Duende, thank you. So, um, so. Just another reminder for the people listening, uh, submit your questions. The 10 best questions will be answered on the next 30 minutes. Anything you want to ask this man uh, or ask me, I don't give a damn, uh, submit your questions now on the live chat. Operators are waiting. <laughs> Standing by. Yes. Okay, now, uh, you did it well. You know, before we get into Respeto, um, what was it that you heard about in the news about Goya Foods? Supposedly, this man did some um, some type of uh, the owner uh, something supporting Trump. Is that what it was? I guess he's in, uh, from from the best of my knowledge. Yeah, he's he, they're endorsing him. They're, oh, they they're are endorsing his campaign for him to to be reelected. Wow, wow, kind of you, you know what? Kind of strange from uh, like the you know Raza. Yeah, company, exactly. Right? I mean, shoot. I mean, I think fuck. I will say this, and uh, not backing him up, but. He did have balls to do it though. <laughs> I mean, because he knew what the repercussions would be. He's, yeah. You know, and he still went ahead and did it. Le valió madre. Yeah. And he's still talking about it like that. Yeah. I, I mean, there's probably something in it for him. You probably. know, that, that's that's what ends up happening. You make money and you end up forgetting, yeah. you know, your, your goals in the first place. Or, or, or A lot of people, it, anyways, not, not everybody. Yeah. I mean, or who it is you. You know that supports you yeah exactly you know and this is like kind of like a slap in the face you, you know what look let me say this i do believe in the freedom of speech freedom of religion i do believe in our constitutional rights mm -hmm. but we are coming to a time now where it's almost like well it is truth is the new hate speech if you got something to say you offended me yeah it, it's <laughs> and it goes back to what i was saying look look um I mean, yeah, we all hate Trump, and, and, and Goya has some fucking audacity, you know, knowing that Trump, we can safely say that Trump is a racist, he's a bigot, he's a biased person, he's a piece of shit, he's an asshole, all that. I can safely say that. Uh -huh. But then on the other hand, in 2020, they're putting a fucking child molester, you know, that runs, and we all know and here's here's the ironic part tony look i'm i'm very big on fighting for our kids you know our, our kids are being trafficked absolutely i 100 believe that central american and mexican children and illegal children are being trafficked you know what i mean and it just so happens that the biggest fucking trafficking ring that we know about is the democratic party bro so it's kind of like you put me in a fucked up situation like i'm like I don't like Trump for shit because he's a piece of shit. But then I, 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 how am I supposed to like the other, you know? The other guy. So that's why I'm like, why are we still depending on any of these two fuckers? Why are we still um, fighting each other over these Democratic or Republican? Because you have a lot of, I know a lot of Republican people, Raza. And just because they're Republicans doesn't mean that they're racist or, you know, against their own people. I know a lot of fuckers that have good views on shit. And they're Republicans because they run businesses and because the economy les conviene with Republicans. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just like I have a lot of Democrat homies who feel the opposite of, you know, but of course. I, me being an outsider, I sit in the middle like the Republicans, that party does piece of shit. They lie to you and they, they don't give you what they promise. And the Democratic Party, they lie to you. They don't give you what they promise. But we're sitting here 
telling each other not to support one and support the other, yeah. I think that's a wrong approach. I think we need to support ourselves first, regardless who the fuck office, you know, who's in office. Right. Well, you know, it, it, I think you can agree with me on this, and I think everybody will as well. If politicians didn't lie, they wouldn't have anything to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> if politicians did not lie, they wouldn't have anything to talk about. They, they, they'll promise you the sense. world. And as soon as they get into the White House or they get their position, they mandan a la verga. That's just been like that for fucking hundreds of years, and we're still playing that game. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. it's it's not them, it's us. Yeah. <laughs> Politicians, it's only a small percentage of them fuckers. Right. Us, it's it's the rest of the world. If we really wanted to, you know, we'd, we'd create our own fucking system. Well, well let me say this, that um, that's why, and I've always told even my kids, we should never put our trust in man. Right. Never put our trust in man. Right. But now... You came out with a song not too long ago uh, called Respeto, okay? First of all, who produced it? Um, that was my boy from Colombia. Okay. His name is EDW Beats. Okay. And he, he's raw. He's, he oh. got some fucking beats. Okay. He's a little youngster. Okay. So, you know, much much props to the homie and shit. Okay. And then uh, my boy, uh, Gemini Vision, uh, he filmed the, the video. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, I met him. Good dude. Yeah. So, now, what... For the people that may not know, I know, but I have to ask these questions for the mm -hmm. public. Uh, by the way, somebody said I was a pretty good podcaster for a Mexican. <laughs> I, that offended me. <laughs> that, You're not you allowed know, to get offended. Right, right. You. I actually right. thought that was pretty good. So <laughs> that was pretty good. So uh, uh, what inspired that song, Respeto? Um, well, first of all, the conversation we had last time, a lot of people took it out of context. Yeah, and, very true. You know... We ain't against no communities. We just we're just for ours. That's bottom line, you right. know. So when I did the song, it wasn't it wasn't to to you, you notice I didn't I didn't offend nobody. I, I didn't I didn't diss nobody. It, it was it was a song that was made to bring an understanding on on how it is from our point of view yes. and how it needs to be from their side. You know what I mean? It's, it's like. A lot of people don't want to talk about it. A lot of people don't want to touch the subject. I understand that's cool. But me, I, I, I'm used to, I grew up the guy that if something is bothering me, I'm going to come and approach it. Hey, Tony, you know what? This is bothering me, dog. You know what I'm saying? And that's basically what that was. It wasn't no this. It wasn't no nothing. Um, I wanted to bring awareness to the fact that it's a, it's, it's a unity thing. Yeah. I'm for unity. By all means, I'm for unity. But Absolutely. before unity, you need to respect everybody's boundaries and everybody's culture you know it's two different cultures that are blended together in the same the same barrios the same hoods you know what i'm saying we're fighting the same enemy here in the states you know but you still have to respect both cultures and if you if you stumble across a disrespect address it address it in a respectful manner to where the person who's doing the offending could say my bad i didn't see it that way right you know what i mean and i i felt that's what we did and I felt that's what I did with the song. If if you notice, like the song, it was mixed. I had black homies and I had Rasa there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the circle that we roll with. That's the way it should be. That, that's that's who I roll with. All those people that you've seen in there, that's, that's who I roll with. That's who I kick it with. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like I was staging anything to 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 make it look a certain way. You know what I'm saying? It, it, and, and even it's funny because even my homies, my homies got more offended than a lot of Rasa. You know, over the shit that that 
that we're talking about you know people you know using a, a, our culture as a gimmick yeah. so that's that's why i know i'm not being racist and i'm not being overboard you know what i mean i know that it's it's, it's something that's logical that, that i'm speaking something logical i'm not coming out the fucking blue with some some escandalo you know what i mean I'm, I'm i'm being a logical person and i'm just stating it like yo that's offensive yeah you know well, what i mean so through your music if you will if i can use this word you're you're preaching how you feel you're passionate about it and you're letting people know uh where you stand that it is disrespectful you know mm -hmm. um when i started out in this music thing i, I was really the only mexican amongst blacks yeah all of these guys were my friends you know we all uh, slept in the same room, you know, you drank together, strip clubs together, party together. And you know what? That's something Everything. that people don't understand. What, like, I've seen a lot of comments that say, what, have, what, have, what has Mexicans ever done for hip-hop? And, and I want to I, I wanna correct them because Raza has been, since the 80s, people like yourself behind the scenes making shit happen. So, yeah, Raza has had a lot to do with hip-hop, the hip-hop culture. You know what I'm saying? So So we have a right to voice our opinion just like anybody else who's who's helped nurse the hip-hop culture you know we're we're a big factor in there yeah the black community they've they've been on the spotlight of it but people like yourself has produced a lot of music you know we got we got managers of 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 fucking you know promoters. platinum multi-platinum rappers promoters right. we got all that shit that's rasa and they'll tell you you know, all these celebrities, they'll tell you, a lot of these people that are behind the scenes, they're rasa. So just because they're not on the mic and spitting, that doesn't mean we didn't we didn't help nurse the culture of hip-hop. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and you could take a lot of credit for that, Kanan, because since the fucking 80s, you've, you've, you've been there at the swap meet. And and, and if, if you guys don't know your history on hip-hop, a lot of this shit started at the swap meet, at least with rap, yeah. and especially gangster rap. A lot of this shit started at the swap meet because no, we didn't have no open doors. Right. You know what I'm saying? There was no open doors for, for, for hip-hop. And, you know, even when doors opened up for, for a lot of other people, for Chicano rappers, that shit never opened up. Right. We still had to go to the swap meets and hustle our own shit. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you know what? That, that, like, brings me to another fact. Like, you know, this debate between Chicano rap and, and, and just, you know, I don't want to be labeled a Chicano rapper. Of course, that's cool. Me, I, I, I'm a Chicano rapper. You know what I mean? Because... I remember the culture it came from Tony and it was it was Chicanos when we came up we came up because of each other I'm gonna give you an example like like when my my CDs would come out I would go to I would go to Shadow I would go to Capone I would go to uh, Miss Crazy I would go to all these other artists and trade a certain amount of CDs which they would do too and then we would hit all the swap meets mom and pop shops and that's how you guys would you know they would get all their CDs they would go to these swap meets and they would have all the conejos all the shadows the little ones and you know it was it was us who drove all this way with fucking 2000 cds in the trunk trying to get them to all these other cities and it was a format that i wouldn't say forced you but it worked only if you supported each other yeah. because i couldn't go to 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 all these other cities with just one cd of mine because each swap me would grab like five fucking CDs of yours and you know, you're not gonna make no fucking money. A cambio, you hit there and you're like, yo, I got a box full of everything. They're gonna grab like 200 CDs from you yeah. and they're gonna stock up on their shit. And, and that's how we made it, you know, supporting each other. That's why I, I'm very proud of Chicano rap. You know, I stand by it and, and I understand if people don't wanna be labeled into that category, that that's fine. But, you know, I, I'll always stick with it because it was one of the realest fucking cultures right. that existed and, and to this day exists. And I understand what you're saying, but I think 
if I can just shed a little bit of light on what I think some of the Chicano rappers mean when they say, I don't want to uh, be labeled a Chicano rapper. Here's why. They, they'll tell me this, Tone, when I rap, I rap. Tone, when I sing, I sing. Mm -hmm. When I somebody labels me Chicano rapper, they're automatically thinking, I'm saying, Cubo, mija, orale, que onda. I don't rap like that. Right. They they think that that's the the umbrella or the rug they're being thrown under. Right, right. And I, I could get that. I understand you know, that. So. But the thing is, we have to evolve. Yeah, you know, everything evolves. Everything. So instead of you excluding yourself from that culture that gave you that open door, how about you take part and make that culture better? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That, that could be you that takes that shit to the next level. And you could open doors for all kinds of Chicano rappers. And I'm not saying Chicano rappers as in what's up, mija. No, no, fuck that. Like you gotta, you, we gotta put a standard nowadays to Chicano rap because I'm gonna tell you what, the reason why people feel like that about Chicano rap is because of a bunch of bootlegging ass dudes. Thank you. Like, like, like GMP records, like 805 Underworld, all these vatos that, that just got people who were from the hood and, and could, could say something on the mic, they would put a beat to it, make them look gangster on a CD cover and take it to the swap meets and flood them. So people will start picking them up and after years of like, man, this all this shit is whack. Because they were they, they didn't want to invest money in real artists. They wanted to make quick money. These 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 labels, if that's what you want to call them. You know what I'm saying? So it burnt us. Our fucking standards were down here. You know, so now I'm seeing a bunch of fucking dope ass Chicano rappers, like like, and I call them Chicano rappers because I got I got love for them as as carnales. I like to see my Chicano people doing that shit, getting getting better and putting fucking bigger goals on on our shit, like you know higher standards. Yeah, and and that's what's happening. But I just feel like now that we're getting better, everybody wants to detach themselves from from the Chicano rap culture, right. which is I, I'm I don't have nothing. You know, that's that's their decision. Now, is it possible? that they want to detach themselves from that one era that you just mentioned, that there was a time where people were just releasing CDs, mm. flooding the market with a bunch of bullshit. I think so. So when people say Chicano rap, mm -hmm. they're referring to those CDs exactly. that flooded the market and literally t took us back years yeah. instead of advancing. Exactly. You know, fuck it. You know what? I'm an essay from the neighborhood. Let me get the mic. Let me get the mic. I could look gangster. Yeah, do the beat on the computer. I don't give a fuck if it's whack or not. I got a story to tell. And these kids didn't even care about getting paid. Yeah. They, they just wanted to be on a CD cover, so these labels took advantage of that. Yeah, and they just said, fuck it, he looks dope. Let's, <laughs> yeah. You know, let's do yeah, it. Yeah, and they, you know what, but that I think that's it. I, I could... I could agree with that, and it's unfortunate because, you know, I come from a time where... Um, it, it, it was like the Chicano rap culture meant harder work yeah you know what i'm saying we didn't have the open doors that everyone else had whether you were a chicano rapper whether you consider yourself a chicano rapper or not to the world you were a chicano rapper right i don't give a fuck what you consider and that's how it still is in a lot of time in a lot of um in a lot of cases you know what i'm saying so you could either embrace it or you could step away from it Right. It's, it's it's a choice that's not gonna I don't think it's gonna make you or break you it could it could not right. but that that's a personal decision that has to do with your passion and what you stand for right. you know what I mean so nobody right. can tell you you're wrong or right on that one you, you know um, since we're gonna an, an, ask, uh, answer questions in the next 30 minutes I want to switch gears here a little bit because I see that you're pretty much an activist well you are an activist I've seen you out there in Atlanta 
And uh, I see you uh, even gave the Lotero man out here uh, some uh, mace. To pepper protect, spray. Yeah. Uh, pepper spray to protect himself. Okay. Right. I already know what your opinion is and how you feel about it. But for the public's sake, because I guess they want to hear you speak on it. When you first found out about our people, the Dorito guy, the Raspado guy, the, the, vendors. Brute, the vendors, you know, being attacked. Because that's what they were. They were being attacked. Yeah. You know, you know, helpless people being attacked. Mm -hmm. um, I. It's hard for me to even ask, but I have to ask you, what was your take on it, man? And me da rabia. You know what I mean? Si, si me da rabia. And, and I think that's what it was designed to do, is, is que diera rabia and, and strike nerves. Yeah. Um, I think how it's happening, it, it's a lot of it has to do with social media and people trying to get views and likes and clout. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then there's a lot of people that 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 even tell me like, you know, why you why you're trying to bring unity with 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 the Morenos if they're doing that to our people. And I think it's important to know. I think it's really important to know that the 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 little fucking punks that are doing this shit do not represent a lot of you know the black community Absolutely. because there's 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 way more good you know people in the black community but it, it's just like just like us you know there's there I, I remember growing up carnal and there was there was people you know raza robbing the elotero robbing the ice cream man you know what i'm saying thinking it was funny yeah thinking it was funny or just all tecatoed out or just all fucking high or just you and it was it's not okay no matter who the fuck does it right but when you see a trend of of, of a certain community doing it and there's no outrage you know like like there should be then right. then yeah it does piss it does piss me off but right. then again i don't want to incite the fact that that we you know we should go race against race streetwise i mean you can't say much because most of this shit gets handled behind the scenes but you, you know you know let me say something Duende, and maybe you'll agree with me say uh, this is what nobody wants nobody wants a race war okay right and i'll tell you why because uh, uh black against brown because nobody would win it's a nobody would win there would be people dying on both sides yeah. who would want that yeah you know, nobody wants that. Yeah. So it's important to say that those people that are doing these crimes, these horrific crimes to these vendors, don't represent or don't speak for the for the they black don't. community. I, I and I, maybe I shouldn't say this shit, but I can't wait till I see consequences of, of of those those youngsters because that's the only way. That's the only way some people learn. Unfortunately, yeah. is is by street justice. You, you know, I don't know if you saw the video. Uh, there was one again. I don't believe everything i see on social media simply because i don't know how old it is right i don't even know if it's recent or whatever yeah, but i yeah. saw it supposedly this guy looked ch chicano or latino whatever the case may be mm -hmm. and a lady i don't know if you might have saw it pulled over she said hey what are you doing and supposedly he was robbing or or punking uh a vendor. yeah he robbed uh i guess he didn't want to pay the lotero and somebody came and knocked him out right knocked his ass out okay never once that i ever think hey man that's but that's that could possibly possibly be raza I didn't think that he got what he had come if he did that right then he had it coming right but here's my thing here here's how i take it we need to apply that same discipline i don't give a fuck what race you are right if you're fucking with our elders and one of us sees you 
you need to get them. You just just how those people went after the homeboy. Yeah. People need to get out their fucking car or chase whoever the fuck did it and make sure that they know that yo, if you get seen by anybody in the community, you're gonna get fucked up or we're gonna try real hard to catch you and fuck you up. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, we 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 have to be defenders of our of our elders. Absolutely. And there's a lot of people out there like like that are active and that are willing to go out of their way and 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 you know I, myself included. You know I got homeboys that are out there parked by the elotero for hours. You know what I'm saying they'll yeah. get a raspado and they'll park by the elotero, strapped up and and you know I'm not saying I'm not inciting violence. Don't get that wrong. But if that's what you feel you have to do to protect an elder who 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 doesn't have a uh, any means to protect themselves and can't call the police because of their status, right. then fuck it. Get out there for three hours if you ain't doing shit. Eat a raspado by him and, and, and strap up or with your homies, you know, if you guys ain't doing shit. But but let them know that we're out here. Well, th that is a part of respecting your elders. It's also protecting them. Protecting them, of course. You know, uh, uh, protecting them. I mean, look, I'll say this too. If I saw, I don't care if they're Chicanos or whatever, beating up an old black man. I'd get off. Right. I'd get off because that's a human life right there. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I understand what you're saying, you know, but uh, ultimately, I guess we're talking about this because ultimately, not only should there be unity amongst Raza, but eventually unity, uh, black and brown unity. Okay. Right. And I believe in that. And I know you believe in that. But uh, at the same time, man, it's like, um, dude, there is so much hate just between us, so many people that would disagree just on what we're talking about. Yeah. I know we can't worry about that. We just need to move forward. Of course. So, yeah. But other than that, um, there was an, another song that I want to touch on that came out a while back. Uh, I don't know how long, maybe a couple of months. The Carnesada song. Okay. I don't know a lot of people have already talked about it and I don't want to butcher it and keep going on. But uh, when it came out on social media, there was a, a lot of rasa. I don't want to use the word attacking, but like making their their uh, their points on like, dude, what are you doing? And it didn't help that there was Rasa already in the video, uh, you know, in the video. Right. You know, uh, I don't know. What, what is your take on that, man? On Rasa in the video? Yeah. I mean, man, here here's the thing now. Like I said, again, we're living in a days where likes and views and followers mean a lot mean a lot you yeah, know to, to these people to to these people yeah so you don't think about you, you don't think about the offense to yourself and you don't think about what you're actually representing when you're showing up to one of those video shoots you know what i'm saying when raza see you they're they're looking at that token mexican you know the one the one i need i need i need a mexican that i can make fun of and bring them to the video shoot and that's what you're looking like. I don't know if that's who you, who you know who you are, but to to people who who know that this is not a song made to um, to pay homage to the to the culture, you know they know it's a song that's that's clowning. Right. You're gonna look like a clown. You know what I'm saying? And and I don't know. I don't know if that's how people look at them. You know, people. You know. Well, know. you know the the thing is this. Okay, and I advise all you rappers artists producers whatever singers when somebody invites you to a video shoot regardless of who it is you know what if you don't do this already do it 
ask them to send you the song first. You just don't want to show up. Exactly. You know, because I know a lot of people that were in certain videos and later on, though it was hard for me to believe them, said, I never heard the song before. I didn't know it was like that. They just called me in and told me, hey, we need you to twerk or we need you to G-string or we need to go. That's probably what happened. That's probably what happened. Possibly. I I, I can't speak, but that's just what it looks like from the outside, you know, looking in. It's like, there's real Mexicans in there. Like, he's he's saying what he's saying and those are like real Mexicans. Right. You you know, and I saw an interview where he tried to say, uh, um, this blue face guy tried to say something like, uh, well, I love the culture, you know. uh, um." Here's my thing, bro. How is it okay for anybody to say, I love the culture, so I'm going to make a song about tacos and, and, and your females' nalgas, you know what I'm saying? But yet, there's issues with our culture, you know? And, and if you love our culture so much, why are you not speaking on Vanessa Guillen? Why are you not speaking on Andres Guardado, Danny Flores? You know what I'm saying? Why are you not speaking about the children in cages? It's okay for you to speak on tacos and our and shit that's gonna be funny in your video, but it's not okay for you to represent us when it comes to holding up your voice on on, on issues that matter to our community. You can't talk like you can't clown our community when you don't fuck with our community like that. You know, like we're we're going through shit. We're going through a lot of shit. And if you don't acknowledge the fact that the people who you're speaking of need you to speak differently of them, if you really have love for them then you ain't in it for us. You're in it for yourself. You're in it so that these Latinos, this raza could buy your music, they could download your shit, and, 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 and these, these, these females could shake their ass to your music. That's what you're doing it for. Yeah. Because if you really cared about our community, you'd be out there with us like, like a bunch of these other, I was just at the Black, uh, Black and Brown Unity March here last week, and there's a lot of artists, you know, uh, from the black community that came out a lot with okay platforms and some bigger platforms you know what i'm saying so why are these people that are 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 using our culture as as a gimmick saying that oh no they're doing it because they love it why are they not speaking on our issues but when you got all these other guys who don't agree with your music first of all and they're out there with us it kind of shows the difference in in in, in logic you know what i mean because the homies that were out there they don't they don't make songs like that they don't even touch that issue but they're out there protesting and they're out there in the front lines and marching with us. You know, they were out there for, for, for Vanessa Guillen this weekend. They were out there for Andres Guardado. They were out there for, for the kids in cages. And you know what? Most of all, they were out there for the paleteros, which shows you, you know what I'm saying, that that f- us speaking on it is something that we need to do. Because even the black community, the black from, from, from gang members in the streets, they were out there marching with us for the paleteros and with the paleteros. You know what I'm saying? So... If you think that this is something we should shut up about, then you're 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 looking at this shit in the wrong way. Yeah, you know, but you said it. Why they won't speak up? You said it earlier, because this generation, and and not to pick on anybody specifically, but it doesn't bring them likes. It doesn't bring them views. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it doesn't. It's not trending. You know, so they rather not trending. yeah, it's not trending. Yeah, pretty because much. if they re- if we really cared. And I'm going to tell you like this, you know what's fucked up is that, you know, it's fucked up what happened to George Floyd. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And and, and I can't say, you know, the looting and the riots and all that shit were, 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 were necessary or not necessary. It happened. 
But people were angry. People were, were fucking sparked up. And everybody from black to brown to white to every race that you could think of were out there angry, right? Now, uh, a U.S. soldier, dog, that, that signed up to give her life for this country. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Was fucking missing for a month. And they didn't even want to help the mom investigate. They said she went AWOL. And even after that, homie, they found supposedly her body. It wasn't her body. It was another. It was another Latino. It was his body who had been considered a wall. A wall too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And nobody's fucking outraged, Tony. Like everybody's just reposting and sharing and saying it's fucked up. But I see nobody out there really fucking angry. How I seen people crying. How I seen people devastated on tv you know what i'm saying i don't see none of that and and that strikes a nerve because you know why is it okay to fight for one life but not the other one that's and it makes me believe that because she was rasa she didn't matter as much it's not a good agenda to bring this into the light so we're not even going to talk about it at her funeral there was no celebrities there there was no fucking politicians there. All it was was friends and family and, and, and people who heard about, you know, the case. Yeah. Not even a fucking senator from her state could show up when she fucking gave her life, not only for her country, but she got her life taken by her fuck the people she signed up to fight with. They couldn't even show up. So that just goes to show you how much we fucking matter here. And I don't give a fuck if you're Republican, if you're Dem Democrat. I don't give a fuck if you're uh, the, there's a third party, right? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking independent or independent, whatever. Yeah. You do fuck who you are. They're not here for us. They're here to kill us. They're here to murder us. They're here to take our children. You know what I'm saying? They're here to tra sex traffic our kids and, and, and pretty much take our money. So as, as soon as we start bonding together, I don't give a fuck. Like I said, I don't care what party you are. Right. You gotta be able to say, you know what? Enough is enough and our people are not getting a fair treatment. That's the big picture you right. know what i'm saying so after that we'll once we unite i think we'll be all right yeah i like the way you speak man <laughs> gracias okay listen here's what we're gonna do we're gonna take a 10 minute break you want a beer man or no fuck it i'll take a beer okay i'll drink a beer yeah yeah i'll drink a beer with you uh so listen everybody i hope you guys submitted your questions if not submit them during the break we're gonna come back we're gonna take some questions and take and uh we're gonna try to get to all of them okay but at least 10 10 good ones no bullshit ones like uh, you know d don't ask him what kind of cologne he wears what color socks he wears or you know whatever but uh you can ask me that but other than that calzones calzones you know do i wear holy underwear or whatnot uh <laughs> make sure you call somebody text somebody pay somebody slap the shit out of somebody let them know that duende it's in the motherfucking building. And we'll be back. Don't forget to subscribe. Freaky Tales Podcast coming August. You don't want to miss it. I want you to be scared. I'm not scared. See you back in 10 minutes. You're back now with the Jack Off Hour with Tony A. The Wizard with the podcast. Slap your cross your fat ass with a fat ass dick. I hope you guys got your popcorn ready. I hope you slapped your lady across her ass. And I hope she's sitting on your lap because it's about to get good, real good. So, uh, we got some questions. Let's do some questions. You know, I'm, is you, a Cartones question in there? Yeah, that's in there. You know, let's do that one first. Nah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> do you throw away old ton chonies? So no. Okay. The first question. This person asked it five times. What do you think about Capone not being Mexican? 
but doing Chicano rap, does it offend you? Nah, not at all. Okay. It doesn't offend me. Um, <clears throat> again, I respect the fact that he's not Raza and that he embraces our Raza the way he does. You could look at it two ways. You could look at it like, why are you acting Mexican if you're not Mexican? Or you could look at it that he grew up around Mexicans. You know what I'm saying? And, and he grew up like a Mexican, even though he was from a different culture. Um, he embraces us. He embraces our culture and, and he reps it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I can't be mad at that at all. Right. That's, as far as him being not being Raza and repping Raza, I can't be offended at that mm -hmm. at all. Okay. Uh, I spoke to him a couple of times on the phone. I never actually met him but I spoke to him a couple of times and he's always treated me with respect. So I have to treat the man with respect. Right. Okay. Other than that, you know, I can't go by what people tell me. Of course. Yeah, of course. Because you know? everybody has stories about everybody. Right. And and some people are not going to want you to like right. some people for whatever fucking reason. So you got to use your own judgment on that yeah. shit. Okay. And here's another one. Um, <clears throat> what kind of Chicano rappers are dope? Oh, what? Not not what kind, like there's different kinds. <laughs> what Chicano rappers are dope, past or present? Let's just say, when I say past, maybe late 90s, early 2000s, or whatever. You know? Right. I, I grew up on a lot of proper those. Um, Mr. Shadow, uh, Little One Night Owl, you know what I'm saying? Um, even Slow Pain. And I say nowadays, there's still a lot of dope Chicano rappers. Like, I, I, I like some of the guys that are out. Like, um, uh, I like Little G. I like... Uh, um, Baldacci. Yeah. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, there's a couple other rappers that, that I yeah. listen to. We had a great interview here with Baldacci. And as a matter of fact, um, he's um, uh, coming out with his own documentary. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I kind of heard about that. So, okay. Now, the, the next one is favorite rapper of all time. I don't know if that's one person or do you have, you know, if, if there's one, name them. If not, name maybe your top five. Maybe somebody rappers. that I could say that I'm excited to listen to when some new shit comes out. Okay. Always is Eminem. Okay. I've, I've always I've always liked his. Okay. Now, now, now why? Why? Just for the person. Just that because happens. he's his delivery. He's out the box. You know what I mean? Um, um, he expresses himself in in a manner that you're probably not gonna be comfortable with. Mm. You know, so I like that. Sometimes okay. I like discomfort. Okay. You know, it opens the door for shit. Okay, now adding to his question, um, this is coming from me. Do you listen to any at all East Coast rap, like it, whether it's older? Yeah, I listen to the, the I like Wu Tang. I love Wu Tang, like the Cannabis, um, uh, uh, Vinny Vinny Paz. Okay, I, I like a lot of that underground shit too. Dope. Immortal Technique. I love Immortal Technique. Yeah. A lot of people like Immortal Technique, uh, and uh, El Otro Como Se Llama Tech Nine. Yeah, a Tech lot of Nine. He's cool. Okay, now. Um, how did you feel going to New York? Fuck, I was thinking, I was looking at it here in, in like uh, Cali, because, you know, I'm from Vegas and I'm born in El Paso. The two fucking coasts are similar but different. Mm -hmm. Like, it's crowded as fuck, but in different ways. Over here, like, everybody lives in mountains. Here in LA, it's fucking mountains everywhere full of houses and shit. But it's not, every, everything, like, seems, you know, crowded. And in New York, it's the same thing. It's but different. It's just like high-rise fucking buildings everywhere. You know what I mean? But everybody's active, and there's a lot of people always outside and driving and walking. And it's, it's I would say it's hectic as fuck. Uh, um, I like it though. I love New York. Let me ask you this because I've been there a couple of times. Did you ever run into Raza out there in New York? Yes. Oh yeah, there's yes. a lot of Raza in New York. A lot. A lot. A lot. Every uh, September fifteenth, there's a 
um, uh, Dia de la Independencia Parade. And it feel, it's, it's a lot of raza. Dude, there's carnicerias in Harlem. Yeah. Seriously, with the Mexican flag outside. Yeah. Okay. No, you'd be surprised, carnal. There's, there's a lot of raza down there. And, and a lot of these places where you would think that there wouldn't be, like Minnesota and fucking North Carolina and, and shit like that, there's a lot of raza there. Dude, I'm going to say this again, okay? And I took a picture of the place. Next time we go live, I'll give the name of the restaurant in case somebody's out there. I think somebody that listens to us, he lives in New Jersey. But I think this is Jackson, New Jersey. Uh, they, uh, I had the best pozole ever out there in New Jersey, yeah. bro. Yeah, of course they were. Uh, um, eran raza, bro. They came from Mexico to New Jersey. And they opened up their own restaurant, and it was fucking ate, amazing, bro. I haven't ate like that kind of Mexican food down there yet, except if it's from the homies, because I got a homie that owns a sandwich shop. Okay. Yeah. Well, if you ever go to New Jersey, I will tell you where it's at, bro. Okay. Yeah. It, let me it, know. It's fucking to me. I eat a lot everywhere I go. I fucking eat whatever's there. Yes, bro. I, I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, okay, um, let me see. If I happen to ask something that maybe doesn't pertain to you, just say next question. Uh, why did you leave GPM Records? GMP Records? GPM? Oh, GMP. Man, GMP Records, man, they, they, they're one of those labels that I told you that they, they, they made themselves by just jacking people. Really? Yeah, they, um, they would get artists that didn't know any better, like myself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, record their albums, the whole shit, and then, you know, just own your shit and not, not pay you the whole way. And Wow. You know, there was a lot of that shit going on back in those days. That's why it's important. See, that message right there, that story, could be used as a positive message to educate Raza yeah. to learn the, the business side of music. It's important. See, a lot of times guys just want to show up to the to, to the fucking the studio with yeah. a bottle of Hennessy Eager and Eager to record. And, yeah. And they're passionate about their music. And a lot of times people that that know better, they'll use that passion and they'll make money off of your shit. Yeah. You know what that's I'm saying? True. So, And then you're sitting there not knowing that they're making money. You're thinking, you know, it's all good. I'll get bigger one day. And you're, you're already big. You're making money off you. Right, right. No, educate yourself. Uh, this one I thought was cool question a lot of people ask me this duende what kind of music do you bump in your ride shit right now i had on uh, uh los traviesos okay. I, I listen to a lot of regional norteña i listen to everything I, I even listen to country sometimes when i'm rolling down the street smoking no shit shit you gotta appreciate every genre of music especially when you make music yourself you gotta appreciate everything you know do, what do you listen to that one song what's it called uh, i got a barbecue stain on my yt shirt <laughs> no. Hey, that's a real song. Is homie. it really? Yeah. So that's the only one. I, I see you listen to country too, huh? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, let me see. Uh, uh, bah, bah, bah. When are you? When are you, Duende, going to collab with Little Moco? <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Is that a like? They really meant that question? I, I yeah, <laughs> I, I guess so. Uh, I, I, you want to say pass or? Nah, uh, let me see. Little Moco, man. We were speaking earlier about people who make fun of cholos. Um, my homies grew up. My my homies are their big homies. Okay. You know what I mean? And I wouldn't collab with Little Moco because I feel like he doesn't understand what he's doing. Okay. You know, to him, it's fun and games and everything, and and he he makes fun of the cholo culture a lot, which sometimes is funny. You know, it's cool, but you don't understand that people died. People, some of the people you're making fun of, they died for that culture. I got homies that 
a lot of homies too, not just two or three. And I'm pretty sure people watching got numerous amounts of homies that died for the neighborhood. Absolutely. And a lot of other homies that are doing time, you know, it was some real shit. So for you to make fun of it, like it was some funny shit, you know, and you, you have nothing to do with that lifestyle, never even lived it, never even grew up around it. It's, it's, it's very disrespectful. And I take it as, as you're one of the problems and you're Rasa and you're part of the problem that why people feel like they can make fun of our culture and it's okay. Because at the end of the day, we're a fucking joke. You know, uh, uh, I, I mean, is this guy even a rapper? And the reason why I even ask this question is because I've heard his name maybe for the last five years, but I don't know who he is. All I know, he has a big teardrop or whatnot. Yeah. Like, is he just like a comic? Is he he's a, a comedian. He, yeah, he's a comedian. He's a character. Okay. He, he does parodies. That's pretty much. And then I guess he started writing his own music, but funny shit. Okay. As a, as a fucking cholo. Now, the next question is, is he with Rasa? I have no idea. Okay. I think he is. Okay. To the best of my knowledge. Okay. All right. Fair enough. You answered it uh, the way I, I guess. Hopefully they, they like your answer. Because if not, somebody probably just got offended right now. Yeah, the so. little Moco fans. Don't get offended, man. It's just, you know, little yeah, it's Moco. Like Moco. <laughs> okay, anyways, Chicano Rappers of 2020, which names stand out as far as talent and being great artists? 2020 rappers. Give me, if you can, if you can. I know it's going to be kind of hard. Five. I like Misfit. I like Misfit because he could rap, he could sing, he could produce. He could produce. Yeah. He could engineer. Um, he's, he's, he's underrated, I feel. I like, uh, like I said, I like Baldacci. Mm -hmm. um, I like Cujo. Cujo. You know, I, I, I was introduced to Cujo last time when you had him on the show. And since then, I listened to his shit and, you know, I, li I like his message. You know what? And I'm glad you said that about Cujo. And I'm going to tell you why. Whenever I post up these flyers that um, these artists are going to be here. You get a lot of people, a lot of owls. When I say owls, who? Like, that's what they do. Who? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't you give it a chance, tune in, because I'm shining light on people that... Exactly. The, the radio is not going to be knocking at these guys' doors. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? I hear them, I see this talent, let me bring them on the show. And then you get a own rasa. Who? Who yeah. is this? Yeah. You know? And then when they hear their shit, oh, shit. And you know? hopefully they understand that, that you know, Tony, Tony, he ain't going to bring somebody that, that's not worthy of coming to the show. You know what I'm saying? If he's going to bring somebody so y'all can see him, he's going to bring somebody that's either going to kick knowledge or give you a little bit of, of history of our culture or our culture in hip-hop. So, man, give, give, give your own people a chance. Don't, Absolutely. don't fucking shut them down right away because that's why we are where we're at, man, because we shut each other down quicker than we support. Absolutely. And talking about... Uh, um, where we're at do you think chicano rap would be further in the game if it was just labeled as hip-hop i think it's a good question it's a fair um, question well as far as the whole culture or just individual rappers because i, I think i think you saying in general just like uh, um so our whole culture would it be different if we named it just hip-hop yeah like, um, do you think it'll be further along Possibly, I think it would be different for individuals who are whatever individuals actually have those resources to get into the game. But as a culture, it, it, it's going to take away from what it represents. Okay. If, if we're saying, will Chicano rap make it if it's not called Chicano rap, well, then we wouldn't know. Because once you didn't call it that and it makes it, mm. then it's not Chicano rap no more. You know what I'm okay. saying? So we really won't know that because of the change of the name. Okay. I think. What do you think? Me personally, okay. 
let's talk about the 90s really quick. 1990, La Raza came out. Mm. Frost, back then, uh, by radio, because they, they were playing his songs, was not called, it was not called uh, Chicano Rap yet. Yeah. Okay. You had a lot of Shader Brown, obviously, you know, radio songs. You had Proper Those, Mexican Power. Okay. You had another group called uh, Spanish Fly. And it, these were just artists. Okay. But they were being played on the radio. Mm -hmm. Here comes the 2000, you know. The Chicano Rap era. Possibly the era that you were talking about. Uh, let's, they look like Cholos. Let's just sell their stuff. Just throw it out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, then yeah. no more Chicanos on the radio. Now it's labeled Chicano Rap. Did that hurt us? I can see your point. That's I all definitely I'm, see your point. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah. Right? Just something to so think So maybe about. you're right. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe, it's, maybe we do need to, um, you know, um, even though we are always going to keep our culture, is our genre needs to be more abroad. I, I believe that to a certain extent, because if not, a Japanese man by the name of Steve Yana told me one time, uh, because Proper Dose came out with Sound Mexican Power, mm -hmm. and he wanted to make a statement. This Japanese man wanted to make a statement with Chicano rappers. And he said, this song's called Mexican Power. It's not for the East Coast. It's for the Chicanos. Okay? Right. But and then he found out that they only sold up north, Colorado, uh, Arizona, New Mexico, Texas. To him, that became regional. Only those places were, were buying that music. Right. That's when he realized it needs to be more if you plan to make more money. Now, if somebody just wants to be... You know, regional. I don't care. I just want to uh, uh, provide music for my people. For my people, yeah. Then that's cool if that's what you want to do. Yeah, you got you got a, a point there. But if you're thinking on a wider scale, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying. You may just want to be considered an artist, so you can go back and forth to New York, to Japan, to whatever. Right. right. You know. So, but other than that, there's one last question. Uh, any more collabs with Glika Ones, S.A. Brown? I don't know if you know. Um, I just I just got news that Essie Brown just 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 came back. I mean, he was he wasn't doing nothing for a while. Okay. And I just got news that he's back in the studio. So you know, hopefully, hopefully we can get down on something else. You know, he's a homie, so okay, that's a possibility. Okay, cool. Well, that's pretty much all the questions. Hopefully, you guys are um, happy with uh, with that. So I asked them all. <laughs> now, other than that, anything I didn't ask you? We got a couple of minutes. Anything, anything you want to bring up, it doesn't matter, man. Um, I mean, no, you live man, I just, so I just wanna, I just wanna stress to our people. You know, I can't stress enough, man. That that we're in one of them fucking rough times. Yeah. That that is gonna take a lot of us to 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 make a difference. Our people are going through a lot of fucked up shit. Our elders are going through a lot of shit. Um, even our kids, our youngsters are going through a lot of shit. We have to fear the police. So we shouldn't have to fear each other. You know what I mean? Right. I don't care. I don't care who you're voting for. Just stand up. Stand up for each other. You know, regardless what your political views are. If something's not right, stand up for it. Especially if it's your people and, and, and you know, you speak that language. Yeah. You understand. You can relate, you know. Right. Like these vendors, there's no way you can pass by them and not see one of your deals or your pops. Absolutely. You know I mean, my mom, uh, when we lived in Compton, I was just a little kid. She was so Avon from door to door. Yeah. And that could have happened to yeah. her, you know. Well, you remember back in the days when they had the the, the cassettes and, and, and the, the paisas used to have a little cart and they used to have boxes of cassettes <laughs> and knock on your door. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's how I was introduced to to a lot of the artists too. And okay. I remember they, they used to get robbed too. 
which yeah. was fucked up. And I remember a lot of the times they used to get robbed by Raza. Yeah. So yeah. you know, it's 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 not a racial issue, man. It's 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 an ignorant issue. It's yeah. it's it's just we gotta we gotta us we gotta stand up. The people who know what's right, we're the ones who gotta stand up, yeah. and and protect them against these people who are cowardly doing it. You know, to to people who are defenseless. It's up to us, man. And also, I feel we gotta stand up to everything that's happening to us. Like everybody has a voice. Um, don't look at artists and be like, well, you got the platform. You got a platform too. You know, you have if you have kids, if you have a mother, a sister, open that conversation. You know what? And I'm glad you brought that up. And I'm gonna tell you why. Okay. Uh, we scheduled the date so that we can talk about stuff like this. Right. Okay. And clarify what people may have thought about in the past, what we talked about. Okay, or to elaborate a little bit more. This platform here uh, is to shine light, not only on Rasa, up and coming acts. Okay. Right. Now, um, you just said you don't look at other artists or other platforms to speak on it. You speak on it, right? Right. I, believe me, I don't want to say a lot, but there's been a people. Tony, why aren't you saying nothing? Tony, why aren't you? I believe, first of all, in wisdom, there's a place and time for everything. Yeah, of course. Okay, place and time. You just can't see a video. I don't even know if that video was yesterday or 10 years ago. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes I see video and I'm thinking, we have some of the best cameras on cell phone now, 4K. And when I see something that looks old and grainy, that looks like it could have been filmed on a fucking camcorder. Yeah. I don't get angry real quick. You know what? I wait and find out a little bit more and then I act. Of okay. Course. Now, people always say, you need to do this. You need to do this on your podcast. You know, here's what I always tell them. And I don't try to be disrespectful. YouTube is free, man. Turn it on. You can go live. Yeah. You know? Instagram is free. You can go live. Right. Facebook is free. You can. Go, you have a voice. So when I just say we have a voice, I'm not saying I'm the only one. You know, everyone has. Everyone a voice. has a voice. And like I said, it's important for people to know that. You know, I can turn on my fucking live, and I could tell people how to think and how to, you know, how to, how to let's react this way to certain shit. But yeah. I, Personally, they don't know me and what I do and say is not going to affect their life. Right. What they say and do is not going to affect my life. That's how we look at it, you know. But when you talk to your children and those that live in your household, that's where everything starts. You have right. to educate each other at home first. You know right. what I'm saying? Absolutely. Educate your children on what's going on. Don't turn a blind eye. Like, like, don't cover this from them. They need to see this. They need to see what they're growing up into. They need to educate themselves on how to survive that. Because a lot of the times we shelter our kids because we don't want them to see the same shit yeah. we seen growing up. You know, we don't want to like, I, I went through a lot of racism too and I seen my pops go through a lot of racism. Right. So, and you don't want your kids now in, in 2020, of course you don't want your kids to see people talking to them in, in a fucked up way because they're Mexican or, or because they're bullying your kids, you know right. what I'm saying? You try to shelter them from that, but the reality of it is I think we're damaging them by not telling them the truth and, and, and them to know that when they do get older, they are gonna go through fucked up shit only because of what color they are. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And we have to prepare them for that because if we don't, when it does happen, they're not gonna know how to react and they're not gonna know what the fuck it is. Right. And that's when you don't even know how to defend yourself because you're not used to that. Right. So I, I don't know, I think the, the biggest platform is at your house. Absolutely, it starts there. Yeah. It starts there and you know, a lot of times, <clears throat> We can try to go out and preach and protest, but if you're not taking care of home, yep. you're almost defeating the purpose. Mm -hmm. Educate and protect and uh, provide course, for the homeless. Yeah. Then go out there, you know. But yeah. uh, other than that, man, um, I'm glad you came. Yeah, me too. I always have a dope-ass time with you. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, uh, so so now, now that we heard where your heart is at, where your passion is at, 
Um, let's talk about Duende for the next few minutes, the artist. Uh, I know you'll release Respeto. What can fans now expect of you uh, coming forward, going forward? I got a lot of things that I'm doing. Like I said, I did take time off to to help out with a lot of these these things going on. But I still have music. I've still been recording music. I've still been writing. Mm -hmm. um, my my engineers and producers and videographers, they've, they've still been hella supporting me, mm -hmm. you know, and active. So they could be expecting a lot of shit. Um, I, I know that I was supposed to put out a couple of projects with me, Mr. Shadow, and Payaso915. It's called Tres Caras. That's going to be coming real soon as well. Um, this whole COVID shit. And, 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 you know, then when I got out of COVID, I started with these protests. So I kind of did take my foot off the gas pedal a little bit on music, not everything else. So they could, you know, they could expect a lot more work these, these coming days, these coming months. Okay. Album, EP, single, you know any, anything. I, I was thinking like albums, man. Does anybody even buy albums anymore? Do they just download? I, I don't know. I don't produce anymore. <laughs> I, I'll, you know what I want to do? I want to grow old and be a podcaster and just film documentaries or movies. That sounds fucking I want to grow old with John Elkins right here. This guy right here. I love this yeah. dude, bro. So, John Elkins, man. He's behind the ones and twos. Behind shout the outs. ones and twos on me. Okay, so I need to hook them up. So if there's any good, nice, beautiful Latinas out there that don't have much miles on on them, <laughs> hit him up. Okay, he's a good man. Okay, so other than that, uh, <laughs> he's, pretty white guy. he's pretty fat for a white guy. That's what he said. Those are his own. Fly. 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 No, no, fly. I take that back. Please, uh, disregard everything I just said. But he's pretty fly for a white guy. Okay, the white shadow. Okay. Um, other than that, um, no, as, as far as the album thing, bro, you know, I mean, you're right, but uh, you know, a lot of people do single, 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 or an EP, and, but they release visuals because visuals are important, bro. Yeah. And you got your visual guy right there. So, yeah. yeah, visuals are important. Yeah. I mean, if and I that's, had. By the way, this is one of, one of the baddest um, um, videographers, Gemini Productions, Gemini Vision. Uh, out here in Vegas, man. So if they seen my videos, that's that's one of the guys that produces. And, and hit him up. He's shit. on IG, Gem on Gemini IG. Vision, or or what is your IG, brother? Gemini Vision LLC. Hit him up. Okay, cool. Up. Uh, um, other than that, uh, any collabs, anything soon? Are you you plan to work with anybody other than the Tres Caras? Um, yeah, like I said, I got a couple more. Uh, 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 I was supposed to fly to Mexico to work again with with the homies down there, like Tren, Santa Grifa, um, El Pinchimara, and and other amongst other people. But they fucking canceled our flights. This whole COVID shit is, is kind of fucking shit up. Fucking so that that's I had to put that on the back burner until everything starts going normal again with this, you know, international fucking travel. Yeah. I, you know who was here, bro? And it was a truly, a truly uh, an honor to have these brothers here. And I did them on a Tuesday because uh, I had to work around their schedule. Mm -hmm. Um, Capital I Man and Sinful the Mexicans. Oh, that was one of my favorite fucking... Dude, I don't know if you saw the interview, but they gave you props on there, bro. Yeah. Yeah, you need to check it out, bro. They said much love to Duende, et cetera. Yeah, I, I chop it up with uh, with Sinful, man. Sinful, yeah. he's he's one of my... Growing up, one of my biggest inspirations, you know, when, when one of the first Mexicans albums came out, I think it was in 93 yeah. or 92. Yeah. And, and that's one of the reasons I, I felt like I could do Spanish, you know, because I used to rap in English, only in English. And when I heard Pecador, I was like, man, I could probably do this uh, shit. Dude, that's that. Okay. I mean, it's in a good way, okay? In a good way. The audacity to come out and say, the Mexicans. <laughs> that shit was hard, bro. That yeah. shit was hard. And then. Yeah, especially the, in that time, because there wasn't that many groups representing us like that. Exactly. So for them to come out without the name like that and then and, and spit how they spit, it was like, yeah, this shit. 
soy el pecador y voy a hacer un desmadre. Y al que no le guste que chingue a su madre. madre. Yeah, that shit was that hard. That shit's a fucking anthem. But when I was young, my pops used to always... Quita esa pendejada, hombre. Puras pinches malas palabras dicen esos güeyes. Mm -hmm. And then I grew up and he started hearing my shit and he started turning that shit up. Like, mira, este es mi hijo. Like, oh, este es mi hijo. Like it. You better bump it. <laughs> yeah. That's dope, man. Uh, once again, you got a couple of minutes. Anything that I didn't ask you. Anything you want to bring up. Oh, Atlanta. You were in Atlanta. Yeah. And I know Atlanta. you were out there with a Chicano rapper. What's his name again? Uh, K uh, El uh, Lalo KV. Okay. They're from a car club out there called Crazy Vatos. And um, let me tell you about them over there. Okay. They were, we were organizing a protest here to uh -huh. stand in solidarity with the family of Andres Guardado. You know, I don't know if you guys are familiar, but. Well, share I, with them. Yeah, Andres Guardado was shot seven times in the back by uh, the police. He was working a security job. One of his jobs, he had two jobs. He was working a security job here in Compton. And um, a police approached him. He had a security uniform, told him to get on his knees, turn his back. He had his knees. He was on his knees with his hands in the air and got shot seven times in the back. Police went and took uh, the footage, destroyed the footage, destroyed the evidence. Of course. So that's, you know, justice for Andres Guardado. Anyways, um, yeah. You, you know who I saw first posted that, bro? Uh, exhibit. Did he? Yes. Okay, that's dope. When you get a chance, I'm gonna go check on his out. page. He still has it up. So anyways, we were... We were the the point of Atlanta was we were just gonna stand in solidarity with them, and I just had a couple homies from the car club. I was like, look, what if we go downtown, and we just make a scene? You know, we 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 march. He said he could get about a hundred people, uh, you know, from the Crazy Vatos Car Club. They supported, and I put up a flyer, and that shit fucking blew up. I had I had a. Uh, uh, There was these, these young girls from Atlanta who were also organizing for that day and had no idea we were organizing too. They seen the flyer hit us up like, yo, we got a couple people. Then I ran into an organization that found out about the flyer. They hit me up and they're like, yo, we've been in Atlanta for 25 years. You know what I'm saying? Organizing, can, can we work together? And that shit took off. It was one of the biggest marches, you know, that, that that's going on right now. And fucking it's in atlanta dope. and the dope part is it wasn't just rasa you know it was it yeah. was everybody it was marching with us yeah awesome awesome uh do me a favor man okay and i'm asking you as a friend next time you're out here and you're at one of these rallies or protests whatever yeah. hit me up man i will hell yeah hit me up. for sure so, and and i'll make time okay yeah there's there's rallies every week if you live out here in cali and and not even not only in cali but mostly i know in cali i i know the people so i always know when it's going down There's a lot of people who say, oh, you know, where's the protest for this and where's the protest for that? You know, let's not approach it that way. Let's let, let's get involved. Reach out. There's always somebody that, that's out there doing something. If you live out here in California, uh, go to Instagram, In Between the Bullshit. That's what the, the page is called. Um, there's, there's a big organization being formed throughout the whole country, you know, of, of a bunch of organizers. And they're not even organizers. Tony, look, you know what happened with the, all these marches? Is a bunch of people who weren't organizers or never organized an event in their life were just fed up with shit. And they were like, you know what? I'm going to put something together. And they voiced it out. And lo and behold, a lot of people were already waiting to, you know, to get involved. Yeah. And that's why people are getting involved. So don't be shy to, to you know, speak out and get involved because you'd be surprised how many people are feeling like you and, and just don't know where to go. Yeah, yeah. All good, brother. Listen. Um, I hate the end because I love chopping that up with you. But you know what? Y you were here 44 shows ago. 
Yeah. Maybe the next 44, you'll come back. Yeah, it was actually 30. I was here on 30, show 33. 33. 33. Yeah. yeah. So another 33 shows, 37 shows or whatever. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Any shout outs you want to give at this time, bro? Or anything you want to say? Man, to my family, I always got to give a shout out to my family. They're, okay. wa they're waiting for me at home. I love you. Valerie, Kimberly, Naya, Angie. Love you guys. My wife, Ingrid. And uh, to the people who always support me, man, my homies down here, always supporting Serge. Rick the Ruger and everybody down there in Vegas, man, and and around the country, man. I thankfully I get a lot of support, um, and 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 I don't have fans, man. I got supporters, you know. The people that fucking support me, they they support me like to the fullest. Whatever the fuck I'm doing, you know, and that's that's something that I I, I want to say thank you because I feel like I'm fucking blessed with that. If if I want to make a move, there's so many people. You know, what do you need? You know, what can I do? Yeah. And, and that's why it's easy for me to get involved how I'm involved because it's not just me. It's 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 a whole army that of people that, that don't care to be known or be seen, but they want to make sure that they put their little part in, whether it's whether it's coming down and, 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 and buying out a whole lotero, you know what I'm saying? Or, or or like in this case, a lot of people help me out with pepper sprays. You know what I mean? We ordered a hundred pepper sprays for the for the vendors. It's not much, you know, but it's a little it's line something. of defense. It's minimum to at least help them protect themselves minimum. Yeah, you know what it's, I mean? it's something, you know. A lot of people can talk. You know what? And maybe I should say this for another show, but I'm the kind of person, okay, that if I help, I don't need to take a selfie. Right. You know, I don't need to take a selfie with the guy. Right. I don't have nothing against people that do that. Yeah. I, I want to make that clear. But <clears throat> with me... If I bless you, I bless you, and nobody needs to know about that. And that's a genuine. That's that's how you give genuinely, um, and I I think like that too. But let me tell you why I'm okay with people taking selfies nowadays, because a lot of times, okay, people selfie their fucking whole day. You know what I'm saying? There's people that wake up in the fucking morning, they take a shit, they brush their teeth, and they're selfieing. They get something to eat. Oh, I'm gonna eat this bullshit. And oh, my mom is mad because I want to watch TV and they're selfing themselves. So if you're doing all that and then you do something good, you shouldn't have to turn off your, your selfie mode because you're doing something good right. out of fear of what people will say. Do it, fuck it. Right. If people don't like it, then have them go do it themselves right. and not record it. But as for you, if that's what you do and if that's what you like to do, do it. Because let me tell you what, by you doing it, it's gonna get two more people to say, hey, I can do that. Right. And they're going to, each one of those two people is going to get two more people. That's four people. And those four people are going to make eight people and 16 and on and so on and so on. So if that works, then fucking do it. Right. How right. many people are not selfing themselves doing fucked up shit? You know, doing, doing like scandalous shit, especially to our people. How many people are not selfing themselves slapping our, our, our vendors? So why not fuck it? Fight that back and selfie yeah. yourself doing something positive in return. At this point, I used to think the same way. Do you know that you thought? At this point, fuck it. If you're as long as you're helping, right. help. Well, like I said, I don't have anything against anybody doing that. It's just not me, bro. Right, right. No, yeah. and I, I trust me. I run into a lot of people that don't want to be on it. Don't, don't. I'm, I, I, I offer a lot of people like, look, man, for your business, we can record you. We can do a commercial. Like, I don't want none of that. I just want to make sure that I give, that's and that that's cool because that's a blessing. You right, know what I'm saying? Both sides. Yeah. yeah. So, other than that, uh, um, other than that, oh, you gave your shout outs. Um, Shout out. So we can expect something. Is it safe to say at least a new song? This yeah. Year oh yeah. Ex expect some shit. I I always hit them like out of the blue. So you know me. I'll hit you guys up and I'll be like, yeah, that shit drops in two days. You know what I mean? But expect something soon. Don't you? We okay. got. Okay. Here's what we do. When they have 
another protest out here, mm -hmm. let me know. We'll promote it on the show. That means you're going to be out there. Okay. And hopefully that will get pe more people to show up. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Hey, and it does help. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we have people out there that have, you know, we got Scar from Cholo's Tribe. We got Clever from the Brown side. Yes. And, and, and myself. And, and thankfully, some people do come out you know to to see us and to kick it with us and and then they get involved you know it's okay if you don't have the passion for it right now it's okay if you don't know exactly what's going on and 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 you know it's okay if you go for other reasons it's it's cool if you go to check out the females or, or, or if you go because uh artists that you want to meet goes that's cool go but sooner or later something your culture is going to grab you and you're going to feel that and you're going to want to stay there. you're going to want to go to the next protest and it's going to hit you you know what I'm saying? But if that's what it takes for you to get out there, then fuck it, get out there. Fuck it, let's do it. Yeah. Okay, at this time, I'm gonna go ahead and give my shout outs. Okay, uh, so you may wanna tell your kids to turn off the TV. Or kids, he va a decir malas palabras, apagan la TV. No se crean, no se crean. Anyways, other than that, really quick, um, subscribe to a Freaky Tales podcast, okay? I need at least a thousand subscribers before I go live. We're about 300, or if not more by now. Um, go to Freaky Tales Podcast where we're going to talk about the paranormal, spooky, ghost story type of shit. El Cucuy. Okay? El Cucuy, okay? And um, that week, I mean, think about uh, if you guys like the live chat here, just imagine how that one's going to fucking be. Like, fucking seriously. You know? Watch it in the dark. Watch it in shit. the dark. Popcorn. Uh, a spooning your girlfriend or your boyfriend. I don't know who's <laughs> listening. But, uh, yeah. Subscribe and go to Instagram and find us on uh, Freaky Tales uh, podcast on Instagram. Freaky Tales podcast. And follow us for more info on that. August, possibly the third week of August, on a Friday at seven o'clock. Freaky Friday. Other than that, let me go ahead and thank uh, my boy John Motherfucking Elkins uh, for pretty much running everything here. Uh, he's actually a pretty good. He's pretty good at what he does for a white guy. <laughs> okay, I love the dude, uh, but that's not to take away from his uh, pocket pussies. Uh, there's not, uh, he's got those uh, on sale right now. You could buy two for 30. Any color you want, black, brown, yellow, you know, white, whatever you want. If you want hair, a little bit of hair, no hair. If you want to mention scented, my name, you get a 15% discount. Exactly. Uh, if you want to scent it, we'll just send you a can of tuna. Scented? Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> he's also going to have, uh, um, actually, he's got his stickers now of himself, new scratch and sniff. Okay. Believe me, they smell pretty good. Uh, uh, so make sure you, you go ahead and pick those up. He's also got the stripper glitter, the the women wax. Uh, he also waxes men. You can go to his website, download his uh, his uh, nudes. Uh, I took the pictures. We got a nice centerfold. Did you promote his OnlyFans page? Yes, I did. I mean, he actually looks nice, you know. So um, other than that, oh, and um, there was one more thing I was going to say. Um, what was one more thing, John? Did I forget one more thing? Anyways, go to johnmotherfuckingelkers.com and you'll you'll find him there okay other than that let me go ahead and give a shout out to my boy dg dg media clips he had to take off a little bit early he had a prior engagement uh also my brother spice smuggler which is my host on the freaky tales podcast he sells uh, uh refurbished dick pumps not use refurbished okay refurbished. So, yeah so right now during quarantine if you want to give it a little stretch you know uh, if you want to give your uh yankee little wanky right now it's the time okay make sure you pick them up and if you see uh um some little sticky stuff in there just take a lysol wipe clean them up they'll work just as good as new and my brother uh be scandalous um for helping me promote this so with that being said 
Wednesday, we have a double feature from, I believe, San Diego. So make sure you guys tune in, subscribe to Freaky Tales Podcast, and I'm hollering 187 with my dick in your mouth, bitch. We out.